0: again welcome to the june 6th teleconference series titled lessons from the front line this week's whose drama is it anyway identifying and working with the dramas in one's life i have to tell you that uh, it's awfully interesting to me to be doing this call the way that i'm doing it tonight. And I have to say that um, it has not been uh, without drama. There has been some drama in my call tonight. I'm in California and I uh, get a little challenged with my cell phone at times. um, So I'm borrowing someone's cell phone for tonight's call. And I have already noticed that the, uh, the battery indicator is uh is low on the cell phone and I'm like, well of course it is because I like so many people that I like to incorporate a little bit of drama um in my life and so it would be um it would have been humorous to to not have any drama involved in uh in this call this evening. But I hope that's uh that's all I'm dealing with and I do have my backup cell phone plugged in and and available at arm's length to be grabbed. I will tell you that I'm in uh, Southern California in Corona Del Mar and I'm sitting here uh, in my uh, vehicle looking out at uh, the sun absolutely glistening on the ocean and the sand and palm trees and uh, uh, it reminds me of uh, how much my universe truly loves me. And uh, I have these moments quite often during the day, but uh, I'm thrilled to have this particular moment on this call tonight with all of you. I thank you for joining me. Uh, This topic is... I was involved in identifying and processing so many different dramas in my experience last week. I thought that it would be... A little bit too much for me to uh, to try and talk about it. So, I I uh, or two our call two weeks ago. So I took the time to uh, really kind of dive into it for myself and see how this works. Uh, seem to be part of the human condition. They involve all areas of our lives: relationships, finances, our work lives, our families. Anything we're involved in can be a breeding ground, if you will, for dramas. <clears throat> and I think what happens, and I would call part of uh, the film, What the Bleep Do We Know, talking about the fact that our addiction to dramas, to the dramas in our lives, can be or is as powerful as addictions to um, hard drugs. that that we actually have receptors uh in our uh, bodies that are are there and wanting our dramas and so i think just that information is a great starting place to 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 realize that this is something for all of us this is this is really happening for all of us and And I say that because a lot of times when we start to identify uh, patterns and dramas certainly fall into that, as do some other things, um, one of the initial responses uh, for us can be one of frustration and one of judgment. And uh, the. When I talk to people about this, be it on these calls or the one-on-one work I do or the work I do with myself, um, I always say this, that just the fact that you are in a place where you recognize that you are in the midst of a drama, that you recognize a pattern, that is the time to really pat yourself on the back and say, just the fact that I'm recognizing this must mean that I'm ready to, to deal with it head on. I'm ready to work through it. Because let's face it, there have been plenty of times for all of us that we did not choose to recognize that we were in the midst of one of our dramas and we just went about playing it out. Okay, So the fact that we recognize it, the fact that we can say, wow, look, this is one of those dramas that I'm experiencing that I've drawn to myself, I've somehow created, manifested, or attracted into my experience, that's a great thing right there to be in that place. And like with anything else in our universe where we are Seeing it for what it is, and this is <clears throat> where awareness and consciousness starts to 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 play its role a, a a greater awareness and a higher consciousness of what our lives are about and how it works um, it, it it's the opportunity to make a choice in the moment now there are several different kinds of dramas, and I've got to tell you in the last two weeks. Two and a half weeks. The dramas that I have watched uh, come into my life are are fascinating to me, he says, being um, a couple of weeks out of it. Um, and some of them are actually my dramas. Some of them are the dramas that I am addicted to or that I have been addicted to in the past. And now in this present moment, I'm making another choice. Now there are other dramas that other people bring to the table. These are the best ones to identify because in that moment that someone else brings their drama to us or into our experience, we get to in that moment, make a choice about whether we're going to own that drama as ours. And I've seen this recently, and and I will tell you that the dramas that I've experienced have crossed the board from, you know, one extreme to the other, from my personal life, from relationships, um, my my work, my family. I mean, (laughs) pretty much you name what I'm involved in, and I have had the opportunity in the last two and a half weeks to see what dramas are attached or to watch as people want me to own their dramas. Um, You know, one of the things, just to touch on that right there about owning other people's dramas, one of the things that we do as humans is we run around sharing what we choose to share so other people can validate it. And um, we do it with our victim uh, perspectives. Um, We do it with dramas and a lot of us, would like to create a little drama because we're addicted to it. And then as long as we're addicted to it, we might as well bring some other people into it. Um, and so I've been seeing some of that in my in my professional life. I'm involved in several companies and in the last two and a half weeks, I've been working on bringing people together and, and kind of putting some deals together. Uh, several of these deals uh took an absolute nosedive through the creation, attraction, manifestation of dramas. And my response to it was interesting. There were two different um businesses that I'm involved in that uh these deals didn't didn't work out. And they were with people that On both sides, I have a tremendous amount of love and respect for. Um, And yet, when I stepped out of the middle and left the two sides together, um, the last thing I saw being shared uh, by those parties was love and respect. And what I did see was lack of understanding, judgments some other things. And, and so I had a choice to make because I'm receiving emails from both parties telling me how bad the other party was, uh, the other people are, and what they did, and this and that. And what was interesting to me this past week was that in both of those situations that I speak of now, I chose not to respond to either party. I read what had been written and my conscious choice was I'm going to back away from this, let everything settle down, but I'm not choosing to put myself in the middle. This is not my drama. I have love and respect for for both entities that I tried to bring together. I'm not going to take sides. This really doesn't have anything to do with me. I thought there was a good matchup, and apparently there wasn't. Now, I know that if both sides in both of these conflicts and both of these dramas had slowed down, had stopped and said to themselves, what I'm seeing and perceiving about this other entity that I'm trying to work with is really something that's going on within me. So let me back away from the mirror and own up to what these triggers are for me. And, and in neither one of these situations did that take place. So, you know, these were two opportunities where, I don't know, five years ago, boy i tell you i would have jumped right in there and um it would have become you know drama of the week for me and and i see that in my in my past experience how that works and so one of the questions to ask is well i mean the title of tonight's call whose drama is it anyway and if it's not yours back away from it Make a choice right there that this isn't your drama. Say it to yourself. This isn't mine. I'm not going to own it. Let them work it out on their own. And and what I find is that there are a number of situations for all of us. I, I have so many interactions with so many people that I know this is not just, you know, something in Mark's life. There are So many opportunities for us to stand up and in the moment say to the people involved that are looking to drag us in, this isn't for me, I'm not interested in this, I love you, but this is your deal. And it's not being inconsiderate, if anything at all. You are serving, of course, you're serving your highest good, but you're serving their highest good also. The same way that when someone lays a victim trip out on you, you have the opportunity in that moment to say, wow, that's pretty amazing. Have you seen how you are the one that's actually attracting this into your life? You know, because it stops them in their tracks. It stops us for validation where we're stuck from other people because when we look for that validation, this act of making it okay, and truly the only act of making any of this okay is for us to dive in and to embrace and unconditionally love ourselves so much that we can identify why why this is happening with us, why this drama is coming about. Now there's several tools and techniques to to take a look at once we've identified that either there's a drama brewing <laughs> or that we are actually embroiled in one of our own or someone else's dramas. And these tools and techniques absolutely relate to the state of our awareness and consciousness. This plays the biggest role in identifying what tool or technique will work. And and when I talk about our awareness and consciousness, it goes back to what I was saying earlier of if you have identified that you're involved in this drama and it doesn't serve you and it's not what you truly want, number one, give yourself credit for that. okay? Because a lot of times our initial response is going to be frustration and judging ourselves. And if you're going to judge yourself, judge yourself as being ahead of the curve because you've identified you're in a position you don't want to be in. That's the very first step in changing anything is the awareness of it, of where you're at. And, and, and we get to give ourselves a pat on the back for that because, as I say, all of us in our lives, have been in the midst of dramas and 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 victimhood and everything else and we've let it play out because we haven't been of the awareness of the consciousness to to identify that that we've brought that on that we can change it that it is an ongoing pattern so so being in that place where you recognize it, you know, the first thing and and everything comes back to this. It's just unconditional love for self. And then to start looking at what you can do to shift it. And when we talk about shifting it, when we talk about, um, you know, transforming an experience and particularly one you may be right in the midst of and a lot of times these are emotionally charged you know we are right in there with our emotions and you know this is um, this can prove to be challenging as far as okay I want to get out of it but I'm, I'm so right there with it and so the the biggest suggestion that I have in that moment is to do whatever you do that can ground you in the present moment. So there's several things that I work with. Um, One of them, I guess I refer to it as a mantra, and uh, this goes, um, this is what it is. I invoke the light of the divine within. I am a clear and open channel. Light is my guide. And I repeat that to myself three times. I invoke the light of the divine within. I am a clear and open channel. Light is my guide. Um, anyone that wants to email me from the dream, the big dream dot com. Post it on the website also. But what this does is it allows the opportunity of the ego to be moved aside and for you to connect with your higher self in any situation. Okay, drama, my battery's starting to go dead. I'm gonna to switch to this other phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um so to 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 use that uh invoke the light to to really connect with a, with a center point within yourself. Other tools and techniques that allow for the connection of this uh, center point um, bringing you into the present moment as I describe it would be um, something like um, essential oils. Um, essential oils have the ability to change your resonance, to literally change your frequency in that moment rose is the most powerful of these essential oils but during the day sometimes i use peppermint at night i use lavender i do carry rose oil with me at all times it's in my pocket right now and this will bring you right to a center point and raise your energy and then you know there are other uh, other things that we can do that that depending on what you resonate to it may be Um, a particular physical exercise it may be a particular yoga pose it may be um, you know I talked about the mantra it may be self-talk related to um, making a choice in that moment Um, saying to yourself wow this is pretty cool I just identified that I'm in a situation it doesn't serve me, and I'm going to make a choice right now. I have decided not to own this drama. I have decided that, you know, and then bring whatever detail to it based on whatever the situation is. And that's a really good way to go. In my, uh, in our next call in two weeks, we're going to talk a little bit more about the self-talk that we we're always doing this with ourselves and the pictures that we're seeing in our mind and and how we're relating to our experience thereby creating more of it or creating a different experience so this whole self talk aspect is um is really a big thing but um and then the you know when we're in our dramas we're not feeling good and the greatest affirmation and this is on the affirmations page on the website as the number one affirmation. No matter how emotionally charged you are in a moment, you can say this affirmation and it will work for you. And the affirmation is, I intend to feel good. And so, you know, these are some different aspects, some different ways of, um Identifying, first of all, whose drama is it anyway, and then taking it to the next step and working with the dramas in your life and starting to clear them out. I don't believe that, um, you know, as a whole, we will enter a, an existence where there are no dramas. I just believe that it will become easier and easier for us to identify them earlier on, learn the lesson from it, create the shift. A slight shift inside of ourselves and work our way right through it and come out the other side so um, in just a moment here I will um, unmute the lines and uh, anyone that wants to share about tonight's topic or anything else any aspect of dreaming your biggest dream and watching it come about that can serve Um, the highest good of of everyone on this call, we would certainly love to hear about it. Um, I will tell you that since the last call, uh, I was in um, South Lake Tahoe, and we introduced our newest project, In the Face of Adversity. And uh, this is real people facing real situations and rising up to the challenges of being human, honoring the heroes within us and among us and if you are one of those people that is ready to share your story um we're videotaping most of these it's 10 minutes of the people talking telling what their adversity was how they rose up to it and moved through it and if you are uh, ready to share your story and you are local to us or someplace we'll be traveling we'd love to videotape you but we are also doing um audio clips of this and uh We'll be launching this at uh, Burning Man this year at the end of August, but uh, we'll have a pre-launch of it um, prior to that. And we showed uh, at an event in um, South Lake Tahoe the first five interviews, and they really did have an impact, uh, which is what this project is all about. So I'd love to have you um, join us and be part of that. Also, this call is titled "Lessons from the Front Line." And if you have a lesson that you are learning from your front line of your life experience and you would like to have that be part of a call and for you to be part of that, please let me know also. I'll unmute the lines now. Everything worked. All callers are unmuted. So anyone that wants to to chime in, this would be your opportunity.
1: Uh, Mark? Yes. This This is Victoria. Hi Victoria. And, uh, hi, how are you? Great. Right. Good, good, good. Um I wanted to talk about a comment that you made, which I'm not quite having the same experience as uh you uh reported, and it was when you said to um uh suggest to someone who's being in the victim mode um that to notice you know how they are being that way, or something you said that way and i've I've done that before specifically with my mother, and she gets very, very defensive and um you know I try to be really loving and it says, you know the common denominator here, wherever you go, you are, you know, so she's got this life that's you know uh you know just pain and suffering. And it's hard on the outside for me to see it, but it's not my life. And I said, you know, if, you know do you notice, you know, if, if you have that same attitude, you're going to get the same attitude. If you change your attitude, you're going to get a whole other experience. And, you know, she just can't hear me yet. So it's, it's I, I, I feel frustrated. I feel, you know, sorry for her sometimes. Uh, and then I just need to back off because, you know, I don't know what else to do.
0: Wow, Victoria
1: lever from a distance, I you know?
0: That is as as I I think we can all tap into, one of the most difficult um situations for us can come from interacting with our parents because
1: yeah.
0: we that is the closest mirror <laughs> that that we have. And I think in my particular circumstance, which is what I can really speak the best from, um I validated their stuff for so long wow. yeah. that there is a um, an inherently stronger conflict mm-hmm. when I've now chosen not to validate it. Um, but wow. there there is this aspect of of how it plays out, and and you're absolutely right in that particular situation. Which here I am visiting my mother in California right now, so I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so tapped yeah. into where I'm at in this yeah. very moment yeah. um it, there there can be a little different tact um and certainly, as you know, and as you've helped me identify through the work that you do, um just being really connected to unconditional love and whatever we say or do, but I think it's, there's this, for me, that I'm learning is there's this important aspect of not owning what I choose not to own. Right. Now, the, the easiest way for me to do that, and I've often said that when people show up in my experience, it's not for me to hold back on what my truth is, because if it were, they wouldn't be showing up in my experience if, if they right. weren't ready to hear it. But I find it to be the most difficult with with my uh with my immediate family right and uh for me uh as with you i believe with my mother in particular and i love her so much exactly and so it is one of those areas um and it's a more it's an opportunity for me to be a little more subtle in how i'm um sharing my truth and um and and that's kind of how i've had to um how i've had to approach it and and again it's bringing you know our stuff uh that uh you know our our parents are great mirrors for us and so a lot of times um with her i kind of have to back up and say okay i just got triggered by her from this other circumstance and i'm not going to buy into it, but let me look inside myself and see what I need to address within right. me. And there are those times with people that we don't need to say anything to them if we are addressing what the mirror is showing us.
1: Okay. That's good. Thank you.
0: So, yeah, I, I, I can't for,
1: say that I've, I've really done that. I mean, I've felt a victim a, a little bit in a couple areas of my life. So, um I mean, I didn't think about it that way until you just mentioned it. I mean, but it's not like the dramatic victim like she is, oh, this happened, you know, but I can look and see, well, where have I even been a little bit of a victim um in this, or and sometimes when I think of victim, it's not so much, oh, poor me, it's like, where have I not been responsible for the way it is? where have it has i I haven't chosen that what's so to be what's so, because I think if you, what you resist persists, if I could just acknowledge and almost like choose what's so or what's happening, then that's uh, the first step in taking responsibility for it changing. So thank you very much. That makes so much sense.
0: And then I can take
1: action. You know, I can take action on doing something more after I'm aware of it. So that was, thank you. I, I can see that would really make a difference.
0: Well, I appreciate you being on the call tonight, Victoria. And thank thank you, you for bringing that up, and it was so apropos to where I'm at in this very moment that uh, it doesn't surprise me that you brought it up. <laughs> well we're yeah,
1: we're we're connected. We just need to talk more.
0: Oh, I know. <laughs> I
1: know. Well, well, we so will. Uh, we will.
0: <laughs> All right. Anybody else?
1: Well, thank you for referring clients to me. I really appreciate that. That's
0: Absolutely. As a side note for everyone on the call, uh, that is uh, Victoria Benoit from the Center for Extraordinary Outcomes. And on the links page on dreamthebiggestdream.com, you can find out more information on her and her work. And uh, there are some uh, incredibly challenging times I've experienced in my life that I Credit Victoria's work um, with uh, assisting me um, to get through it. And so um, if you have questions about her work or anything, please give me a call or contact her direct. But thank you, Victoria. Thank you. Anyone else before we close out this, tonight's call? Well, I want to thank you all for being on the call tonight. Uh, as I uh, become even more immersed in what my truth is and what my path is about and connect myself and embrace my life purpose. These calls become so valuable and important to me and these calls are made by all of us coming together and bringing our energies together and uh, and and being present. And so uh, with Tremendous gratitude and, and unconditional love from the very core of my being. I thank each and every one of you for being on this call. Please invite other people. As you know, there's no charge. And whoever's on this call, I know and have faith that there is always something for them to get out of it. So have a wonderful two weeks. We will let you know about our next call. And in the meantime, be conscious and create the reality you truly want. Thank you so much. Good night
1: night.